coaches, what's going on, guys? Um, we had we were flooded with responses from uh, about the dojo. We want to say thank you, guys. Keep sending them to us. Uh, if if you know of someone or you would like to try to get in here, talk some football, um, get your film up on the on the television, up on the whiteboard, get up on the whiteboard and and teach me or teach us, uh, you know, some ball. We'd love to. We'd love to put it out in our premium um, our premium site. Uh, in our talking ball series. Also, again, coaches, and, and we've had quite a few messages, and so we've only got so many dates open. But uh, if you are looking for us to to help you uh, in the run game, in the pass game, help you install different things in your offense, or uh, you need help as an offensive line coach, but it's it's more than just you know emailing us and asking us a few questions or getting on the phone, uh, which we've done with plenty of coaches, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes. If it's going to take more than that, a couple days that you want to really get in detail with it, Again, feel free, hit us up, hit us up on Twitter or um, through our email, coach at runthepower.com, uh, and we'll get back to you and see if we can get a, a day and a time to get you guys, you or you guys down here and and uh, and go through an offense and, and see where you're at. So both of those, we want to say thank you guys for, for um, hitting us up, continue to do it. We love what we're getting to do. We love having a place now um obviously that comes with some some expenses for us but it's worth it because uh we've got a place to uh get gather even more football knowledge and information so thank you guys also obviously this is the last day uh friday of the rtp 20 summit again get on like you have been 6 p.m central watch both coaches for free if you missed any of them or you want to rewatch any of them you can get the rtp uh 20 summit all access pass that'll get you access to all 10 of the presentations um, and rtp premium members get a discount on that as well so uh, you can find all of that over our website runthepower.com this episode is brought to you by a new sponsor but you guys have heard of him before he's been on our podcast Uh, he was on episode 148 and it's bobby peters it's his brand new book uh, Kyle Shanahan runs one of the most complete offensive schemes in all levels of football. Bobby Peters just released a 343-page book breaking down the intricacies of this offense, titled The 2019 San Francisco 49ers Complete Offensive Manual. The book is broken down by each individual concept, complete with the diagrams of each variation, yards per play based on down, distance, red zone, third and fourth down conversion rates, defensive fronts, and coverages. Each section is complete with coaching points and the subtle details of why each concept works so well for the 49ers in 2019. Coaches of all levels can take pieces of his nuanced run game, aggressive play action package, efficient drop back package, or creative screen game to diversify and round out their install plans for spring and summer. If you want to get a copy, search the 2019 San Francisco 49ers complete offensive manual on Amazon, or you can follow Bobby Peters on Twitter at B underscore Peters 12 for the link as well as the video cutups throughout the offseason of the various teams that he's studied. If you guys haven't listened to the episode he did with us, listen to it first and it will, um, you'll have no questions about whether you want to read this book or not. Um, it's a, it's going to be an unbelievable book. You guys search for it. Go look it up again. The 2019 San Francisco 49ers Complete Offensive Manual by Bobby Peters. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Team Builder. Team Builder provides strength and conditioning software to high schools around the country. Whether you write your own programs, have a full-time strength coach, or need training programs, 
Team Builder can make your program better. Right now, Team Builder is offering a 10-week off-season football training program with a -a two-a-day speed and agility program. This template even comes with videos from some of the top SEC strength coaches that will show you how to run your weight room. Visit their website and enter the code RTP to get the off-season football training template and start your 14-day completely free trial at teambuilder.com. Again, enter code RTP at teambuilder.com, which is team, B-U-I-L-D-R.com. On this episode of RTP, we were lucky enough to again talk football with Coach Tony Schiffman. Coach Schiffman is a former head football coach at Fort Madison High School in Iowa and now an offensive line coach at Lake Forest College in Lake Forest, Illinois. Let's be honest, he's most famous for being the co-host of Hog Football Chat on our favorite hour of Twitter Magic on Monday evenings from 8 to 9 p.m. real time. In this episode of RTP, we have a great menu of O-line recruiting, O-line development and run and pass protection, indie drills, group segments, game planning, and technique. We also talk about the life and career transition for Coach moving back up to the collegiate level. You can follow Coach Schiffman on Twitter at Coach Schiffman. Hope you guys enjoy. Already ate, made dinner. They had a sale on monsters at Fairway, so I went oh, my, nice. my twenty pack of monsters. So, dude, I'm ready to go for two weeks there, Harper. <laughs> that won't last you two weeks, will it? It'll last two weeks. <laughs> that that's gonna last you two weeks. I, I got those were my those were my go to on the road recruiting was monsters. I'd probably go through like two or three a day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it, it might last two weeks for if I go two a day. Now, when I'm teaching seventh graders, it's three a day now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's when monsters get dangerous is when I buy, the, buy them in bulk. Because then I just feel like, oh, I got them, I got them, you know, yeah. all, all I want. I just start rolling with it. It's like when you got yeah. a lot of cash in your pocket. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. I got it. I'm good to go. Let's keep rolling. Burning a hole in there, yeah. <laughs> that's but right. Usually, that's what monsters are for me. Usually, it's like I'll, I'll go three threes during, you know, hardcore days. Wednesdays, I get to sleep in. So, usually, it's. It's three a day on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll go oh two God. on Wednesday, and then I can go two on Saturday, Sunday. What's what's your go-to? What's your go-to I, flavor? I go low-carb would be number one, and then I, yeah. I, I like the greens now. The greens have, have kind of surpassed. It used to be the purples. Whoa. Yeah. I do the, the purple every night, but the greens are really good. The greens good. are pretty good. Those are pretty good. I, I, go, I definitely got to go the absolute zero, the, like the purplish – it's not the purple Campbell, like the purplish M. Mm. Yep. yep. Then the low carb, then the greens. That's my, that's my uh, holy trinity. <laughs> see, see, my go-to are the whites, and I think I like them not even just for the energy drink, but I really don't drink Coke or anything. Yeah, I don't uh, drink so, soda at all. That, so, so I just go like with my, the monsters. Yeah, those are like my, my vice because I don't drink a lot of soda ever. Yeah, that's my last thing. I mean, I, I don't smoke, I don't chew, I don't drink. So to me, you know, people want to just, oh man, those monsters, those things will kill you. And every time I tell them, yep, you're right, I should be drinking whiskey instead. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Be, be so much better. Oh, oh, you don't drink? No, I don't drink. Oh, okay. Well, then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, boy. Well, coach, we're excited, man, to get another yeah. one rolling with you. Yeah. Um, this is great. You know, I've re- I, I, I did the first one. As soon as I got done with the first one, I was like, I, I really want to do that again. <laughs> well, we're excited. Um, so, um, you know, obviously, since we talked to you last couple of uh, 
big changes going on with you as far as yeah. uh, uh, coaching assignments and, and level of coaching uh, as far as uh, obviously high school to the, to the college ranks. And so we're excited to catch up to you um, and, and what you've been doing um, since, uh, since around this time last year. Yeah, definitely. Definitely looking forward to it. So, um, you know, we had kind of talked and, and you were in, in high school and then uh, yeah. kind of made that leap up to college. Uh, and yeah. I think that there's, I, I am really interested in talking to you because I think there's a lot of guys out there um, that have, you know, they've done some things in high school and, and they're getting calls or there's guys that are saying, hey, you know, have you thought about making that jump? And, right. and I think there's obviously some, some huge benefits, but I think there's, there's some things that you got to weigh as well. Um, oh, you definitely. know, you know, yeah. and so I think that would, is going to really help some guys out, uh, because, you know, even I, you know, you get to look at it and say, okay, uh, you go into it and maybe it's a, uh, you don't have as much say so when maybe when you first jump up, at least speaking, you know, candidly for a guy like me, if right. I were to ever make the jump, probably going to have to be a pay cut uh, for me again, for me, or at least it's going to be at the same. Uh, it's not going to yeah. be making what you think of with with college coaches or right. that you hear in the media if you're going to make the jump from high school so it's either going to be a pay cut or it's going to be relatively the same and then you're probably going to go from uh, having a lot of say so uh, to not as much at the beginning um, right. but but the positives are, are obvious in that you're coaching college football uh, you're getting to be college you know you're going to be football all day you get to recruit your kids you, you know there's so much more to it you're you've got a, such a higher ceiling now to grow Take us through maybe some of those sure. those thoughts that you had and, and some of the weighing options that you had uh, when you're sure. making that decision. Sure. I mean, obviously, the biggest one, you know, the biggest negative so far is, is was the pay cut. And I mean, but but I'd known I'd known forever. You know, I'd been I'd been really searching hard for about five, six years for, for this opportunity. And I knew whatever it was, whenever I took it, that there was going to be a pay cut. And that was. It, does it does it suck? Sure. Is it? the end of the world no because it's not it's not going to be you know this is this is not going to be kind of I'm not going to be stuck at this this pay for the rest of my life and I know that so so you know I knew I knew pretty much that it, it was going to have to happen and that was that was really the advice that I got from a lot of my friends who are in in the in the coaching ranks was like hey it's gonna you know it's gonna stink for a little bit with the pay you know and the only the only bad part about that is that you know I'm not 24 25 anymore so it does kind of you know it does kind of hurt a little bit there but um, you know, for the guys that are always searching for it, that are always looking for it and asking me about it, it, truthfully, I stumbled onto just an absolutely lucky opportunity uh, where I'm at at Lake Forest. Um, uh, you know, I, I kind of knew some people who knew the head coach. Uh, the former offensive coordinator, offensive line coach got a head coaching job. Uh, and so they were looking for an offensive line coach. And it just so happened the timing of it um, was kind of, perfect. You know, I, I kind of got involved right away, um, got my information. You know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I spoke to, to Coach Cat on a Wednesday. Um, he invited me up for an interview on a Friday, and then he called me that next Monday and offered me the job. So it, it was, I mean, you talk about a, a, a quick situation. It, it happened boom, boom, fast, and then shoot. 10 days after he offered me the job, I was, I was at spring ball, you know, day one, my, my first day on, on campus as a, as an employee was the first day of spring ball. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Welcome to yeah. it. Yeah. So it was, I mean, I, you know, I kind of, you know, I got, I got my office, I got things in my office. I didn't really get to put anything away. Got, got some, you know, 
had a bite to eat and started to get my practice plan ready for for the day. So, um, you know, it was, it was, it was good in, in that, you know, I didn't really have a lot of time to think about it and overanalyze things. I just kind of got to jump in both feet. And, and so, um, you know, now this, now that we're in the off season, I can definitely, you know, I can, I can think a little bit more about what we want to focus on and what I want to, I want to make sure that we are, uh, uh, we're getting better at on the field. So, um, but it, it was, you know, the, the transition has been really smooth. You know, the, the part of the reason I was trying to, to look for this opportunity was, I mean, between, between you guys and, and myself uh, and everyone else listening, obviously, um, I kind of was fed up with being a teacher. Um, I, the, the classroom was kind of weighing on me a little bit. Um, I wasn't enjoying myself as a teacher as much as I, I was, I, I did when I first started in education. Um, and, and it, it was, it was something that I didn't want to, you know, it was making me not happy in my job. You know, it was making me not happy as a, as a coach and it was making me not happy in kind of my side gig at the point at, at that time, being a, being a football coach. So shift, shift, can I interrupt? Just what, what was the, what was the worst part about teaching? You know, I mean, if you, if you'd ask me, I mean, usually just being in the classroom and being with the kids, it's quite okay. <laughs> You know, right. to, well, to, to me, it was kind of the other stuff, but I, I want to kind of hear your take on that because I, I definitely have those days too. Sure. For, for me, it was, you know, there were, obviously the kids are, the kids are good. I, I enjoy a lot of the kids. The, the, the point, the part that was frustrating for me was where I was at. And this is, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speak ill on anybody or, or, you know, speak bad about anybody because the experiences I've had have all been great and have all been positive. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I was today without the experiences that I've had. Um, but my last couple of years as a, as a high school teacher, I was kind of, I was being told that there were going to be other opportunities for me to, to, to teach other things, you know, get in the PE room and get in, you know, get in the weight room and things like that. And I was kind of stuck. Um, I was kind of put in a spot in the school uh, with, uh, you know, with a, a program that was not beneficial for me, you know, was, I was not helping out anybody. You know, I was, I was teaching English. I was teaching uh, creative learning English. Um, to non-traditional students. Um, and basically that, you know, that to me, that was not, <laughs> that wasn't what I got into education for. That wasn't what I got, you know, came to Fort Madison for. Um, so it just wasn't, it, it was just, it was kind of um, just frustrating as, as a whole for that. But, um, you know, there were, there were some good classes, you know, I had some good health classes and I had some fun in there, but uh, it, it just wasn't, you know, I, it was a, a situation that I was not, um, happy with, and I knew that was going to be kind of trending more towards the negative than the positive. So, Coach, um, obviously, you you make that leap and you decide that's that's what you want to do. And and um, I've always thought that's probably the biggest upside in coaching college football is. Um, and I know there's recruiting, and and like you just said, you were just uh, just got done helping kids in study hall, um, yeah. and so it's not all purely football. No. But I mean, you've got office hours, and your office hours are football. Whether it's learn yes. football or get ready for football, I mean, to me, that's that's like the the holy grail of what's your job. I go to job, and in the off season, we've got office hours, and during my office hours, I'm supposed to be learning football. I mean, right. paid to learn football sounds uh, amazing. Right, it, it is, and it is. I mean, it's it's great. You know, the 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 different part about division three now is that we pretty much can recruit year round, you know, so we're constantly talking to kids via, via phone calls, via uh, text messages, Twitter, 
social media, all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're constantly talking to kids. Um, but, you know, there is, there is time, you know, our, our head coach wants us to devote, you know, X number of hours a day to recruiting and then, you know, the rest of the time to be, you know, be football coaches. And, you know, we've got other responsibilities. You know, one of, one of our coaches, you know, obviously we've got a recruiting coordinator. We've got uh, an academic coordinator. Um, I'm the equipment manager, so I've got to make sure that the equipment room is, is tidied and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, making sure that the, the facilities are, 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 you know, appealing to the eye for when we have recruits coming up. So there's always stuff to do that's not just coaching. But, you know, for the most part it is, you know, we get to, we get to, you know, we get to watch film. Like today we just, you know, obviously we just got back on campus from, from being out recruiting and everything. So um, we met as an offensive staff today and started to watch a little bit of film, you know, started to watch some NFL cut-ups and kind of try to the, try to find some things that we want to maybe implement or, or watch some, you know, we watched a little bit of the 49ers, watch a little of the run game. So, um, you know, there is, there, it's, it's starting now again to kind of get back to that. Hey, let's, let's start becoming not just recruiters, but actually football coaches again. So it, it, it's been nice to get back to that um, a little bit. And, um, you know, we'll be shoot spring ball be right around the corner and then we'll actually get to be back on the field coaching and doing things again. So uh, there's always something to do for sure. And it, it usually, you know, Nine times out of ten, it does it does revolve around football. It is it, it is football involved, but um, every now and again, you'll have something you know of responsibility or a task that um, isn't necessarily related to, to football. I didn't realize, Coach, you were the equipment manager as well. Um, oh yeah, the the, the, the two the two <laughs> angriest and and um, most agitated people on on a staff is is an offensive line coach and the equipment manager, and and I yeah. with you doing both, I, I got to imagine there's some days. Uh, that that you're not the most fun person to be be around. Uh, that has its moments for sure. You know, we, we've got a, <laughs> I'm just we've got a pretty with you. smooth. Yeah, we we've got a pretty smooth ship down there. You know, we've got some good student workers that help out. So it's I've kind of um, molded it into into the way I can get it to run like a finely tuned machine. So it's uh, it, but there are some moments, some days, especially during the season when you know we're we're five minutes before practice and someone comes down and tells me their pants don't fit and then 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 that's when I get a little agitated no doubt well coach so so there's some some guys that uh, obviously after AFCA maybe we should have aired it before then but but now there's guys that are that are interviewing um still with high schools and and now yeah you know that with with colleges changing every day it seems like still um there's still guys interviewing so you went and got an interview and, and obviously you got hired very shortly after, but you still went through that process. What are, yeah. what are some of those tips or, or maybe some things that, that you think that you did well through that process um, of interviewing at the college level? You know, the, the thing that, the thing that I've been told before that I've always kind of brought with me after, you know, cause I've had a few interviews and, and I'll be honest, I bombed the first college interview I ever had. I bombed. I mean, I, I talked to, to the guy and he was great. He was very, very helpful, but I just, I didn't, I wasn't, as prepared as I should have been. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of coaches are going to, some coaches are different, but mo- the majority of the coaches, you know, they're going to want to know that you know how to, first of all, they, they want to know that you know how to, uh, to hold the room, you know, because you're in charge of your room now. Um, and then they want to know, you know, that you understand the game and, and can give them some good drill work. And, and so that was, my interview was, a lot of it was, was we talked technique. Um, we talked about uh, kind of drills that I've done uh, in the past and, and things that, that, you know, they would, they would want had I, you know, if I got offered the job, kind of what they're schematically make sure we're on the same page, but, uh, you know, just be confident in what you're talking about. Have, have some drills ready. You know, if you're going to be, um, 
you know, obviously if you're going to be a, a quarterback coach, don't come up there and talk about everything you did as a running back coach, you know, have some quarterback drills ready, have some things ready that to, to discuss, to, to be able to, to uh, almost clinic to, to the coaches that are going to be involved in the interview. Um, you're going to get on the board. They're going to put you on the board, no matter what position you're, you're there to, to coach for. And um, that's, you know, again, that be confident, you know, if you, if they ask you something and you aren't 100% sure about it, you know, be, be confident in, in what you're doing. And, and um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to tell them, I'm not sure what you're, what you're wanting here and ask them to, to, to explain it a little bit better. You know, it's not gonna, that's not gonna hurt you better, better that than to, to try to BS and lie a little bit. So um, have that prepared and just, just be yourself. I mean, be, don't, that's the biggest thing that, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest things I've learned kind of just, throughout my entire career of coaching is be yourself. Don't, don't be somebody you, you aren't, don't try to be, um, don't try to be, be that person that they want you to be. Just be, be who you are, because that's, that's what, that's what the kids are going to see. That's what the, that's what the kids are going to want. And uh, you know, if you can be yourself and, and act, you know, act the way you are, you know, that that's going to, that's going to come off and that's going to show more confidence. That's going to show that, that you're um, you know, that you're a good person, that you're genuine. I always thought you talk about the interview too is a lot of it was, you know, they, they have it during, you know, lunch or they have it during dinner. So, so they can yeah. see it, see it kind of hanging out outside of those times too, to see, you know, what kind of person you are, how you interact with people. Is it something yeah. that someone they want to hang out with? And like you said, you know, it's a chance for you to kind of be yourself when, you know, you're not the sage on the stage and, and selling them on, you know, kind of the, what I know about football, then they'd get to see, well, well, who's Coach Schiffman when he's just chilling and he's just right. himself? Well, and that was – so that was actually interesting. One of the – I had an interview about three or four weeks before I, I got the Lake Forest opportunity, um, and it was it was like a whole full day planned out. Uh, kids were on campus. I ended up – you know, I went – I actually went to their – I went to the workout at 6 a.m., and then I actually ended up putting my, – my quote-unquote clinic talk was actually – I took about five or six offensive linemen – and ran them through about a, a 10 or 15 minute individual period while the rest of the coaches kind of sat there and kind of, kind of watched. Um, so I did that. Then I went home and showered and then came back and actually met with, met with the staff. And then I went with a, a bunch of kids to lunch. So that was, that was different for me. We didn't do that at Lake Forest just because the kids were, were off on spring break. So that was, um, you know, so I, I didn't get to meet any of the kids right away, but, but I got to meet the staff obviously. So it's, it's going to be different everywhere you go. You know, I've, like I said, the, the first one I had that I bombed was a, a Skype interview. So it was just me and a coach and a whiteboard. And um, wow. it was, yeah, it was not the, like I said, it, was, it wasn't the greatest for me. But um, again, it was a good experience. And it probably, you know, it, it, despite as bad as I did, I, it probably helped me in, in getting this job be more prepared because um, I, knew, <laughs> I knew what not to do. So, so when you went in and, and talked to the head coach, I'm sure at least uh, shortly, uh, hog football chat at least came up and, and, and that what yep. you were doing. Was yep. that something that at all was talked about? Like, Hey, is, I mean, do you ask him, Hey, is this something that I can still do? Or is it something um, I, I would assume it would kind of help with some yeah, of the recruiting, it but it also takes some time. So, uh, how did that kind of go over? No, it did. It was obviously brought up and it, 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 it was brought up in a positive light. You know, it was, it was, it was that I was, um, I was known and, I mean, if you want to say respected, respected, um, and that people knew who I was. I had I had a good following, and and then you know if I if I reached out to a coach in in uh, in Oklahoma and say, hey, I'm I'm 
this guy, you know, I'm, I'm at Lake Forest College, will say, oh, I know you from the Hog Football Chat. So it, it did come up um, in conversation. It was, it was definitely a, um, a pro uh, more, and not a con in, in the interview process and in, the, in just the entire process uh, of everything. So it, it did help me out a lot. I mean, th- those connections, I mean, truthfully, those connections are what, are what got me the job in the first place. Um, I, th- my, my head coach and the offensive coordinator here both um, through their many years of coaching knew Herb Hand. Um, so they both said, oh, we saw Herb participated on the, uh, on the, on the chat, the offense line coach, University of Texas, obviously. Um, and so they said, oh, we saw that he participated. So I, I reached out to Herb because we talked a few times on Twitter and I just said, hey, I met Jim Catanzaro and Jim Kiernan. They, you know, they, they both said to say hello. Um, and he said, oh, what were you doing with those guys? And I said, I interviewed for a job. And he said, let me make a phone call. And so, I mean, so Herb Hand, I owe Herb Hand a, a, a whole debt of gratitude because he's, he's pretty much the guy that, that helped me out to, to get this job to land this by, by making a phone call and I'm, I'm hopefully saying, saying nice things about me. <laughs> well, it sounds like it. if he said bad things, it'd be a, it'd be <laughs> yeah. a strange no, deal. I know. <laughs> no. Um, so I think it's, you know, super interesting. You get there, very first day is first day of spring ball. So what's the, what's the first few things you're trying to learn? What's the first few things that you're, you're going into practice with? Because I, I would assume you get there, you have no idea formations, plays. Right. I, I mean, you don't know. I'm sure you know the plays, but you don't know the terminology maybe that, that they use. And then you're supposed to be coaching your kids. So day one, you're still trying yeah. to learn this stuff. So what are you going to feel comfortable with coaching your kids? And what are the first things that you're trying to learn? Well, the, 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 the good thing was is that we didn't make a lot of changes. So we, despite, it was a new, despite being a new offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, we, we kept a lot of the same, uh, the same playbook and, and you know, tried, to, tried to keep some terminology. Obviously, I changed a lot of stuff, and we changed some stuff just because it's, you're going to have that through, through different coaches. But, um, you know, I, the good thing was that a couple weeks, you know, I got hired on that Monday, and probably I think that Tuesday or Wednesday – um, our offensive coordinator called me and we talked on the phone for a couple hours just about some stuff. So I, I was able to, you know, get some notes down and talk about kind of what we, how we, how we called plays and, and things of that nature. Um, the biggest thing for me, truthfully, was just knowing the kids, meeting the kids, you know, getting to know their names. You know, they, they still make fun of me because that first day I met them, I couldn't remember any of their names. I was calling them by like the wrong names and, 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 you know, so uh, that was, that was huge. And then truthfully, they were very, the offensive coordinator was very good. He, he said, you know, don't worry about, about teaching too much stuff. Just get them doing drills, get them doing, you know, working on footwork and working on stance and things like that. So that was, that was what I got to work on kind of the first day or two. And then, and then we were able to, you know, as I was able to get a little bit more comfortable and, and spend some time on campus and my office with the offensive coordinator, we were able to start implementing this, the scheme and the, the, the schematics and things like that. And, uh, like I said, we were able to um, – we changed some things around. You know, we were able to kind of get our own terminology and, and, and do some things, and the kids picked up on it really quickly because they're, you know, they're smart kids. And, and so um, it, it, was, it, was, it was smooth. Spring ball was, was a lot better than I thought, you know, just be on, a, on, a, on a standpoint for that. We were able to get a lot of work done um, with not a lot of great numbers just because of, you know, injuries and, and things like that. So – we, we had a good spring ball um, and, and it was, it was, you know, was, the good part was, is that we kind of both were learning at the same time. You know, they were able to kind of feel me out. I was able to feel them out. But uh, once, once I kind of got comfortable with them and they got comfortable with me, then, then, 
then they really started to, to buy in. And, and that's when kind of you started to see a lot of our growth. What were some of the things you did, you know, coming in so late that, that maybe kind of help expedite the, the process? I mean, did you have extra office hours? Did you have get togethers or just kind of one of those things that, hey, man, we're all in the muck together. We hang out in meetings and we just kind of get to, to know each other. Yeah, we, we'd have meetings. So the good part about us for spring ball is that we'd have meetings before we go out on the field. So we'd sit kind of in our, you know, the room I'm in now, which is our study hall room as our, as our offensive line room too. So we'd sit up here um, and we'd kind of, we'd kind of split it half and half. We'd do some board work, watch some film, and then we'd just talk and get to know each other too. So uh, we, we kind of, we kind of rushed through that a little bit, made sure we got it going. Um, I, I went and sat, you know, a couple times I went, I went with those guys during, during lunchtime and we'd sit um, and just talk and I'd try to get to know them as best as I could in, in kind of the short amount of time. Um, and, and then once spring ball ended, you know, cause, cause uh, obviously we can't, you know, we only get it, we're, we're limited in days. Once that ended, I'd still, we'd have some meetings and I'd talk to the guys and I'd kind of, I, I kept an open, open conversation with them. So we'd always have, you know, if they had any questions, I knew they could always come out and, and, and talk to me or send me a text or anything. So um, it, like I said, it was, it was, it was tough the first day, but once we got through the first day and kind of our jitters were all gone, it, it was, it was fine. It was, I loved being able to just be an offensive line coach again and not have to worry about anything else. Coach. So, so now you've spent, you know, obviously a, a season as a college offensive line coach. What are some things um, that you've noticed that, or what are maybe some things that you get to drill into more now that you've got a little bit more refined kid as a, as a college sure. kid um, and then I say you probably have more time with them, but, but maybe that's not actually true uh, because high school there are – I know there's rules, but there's, there's right. few rules, and you get to see the kids all during workouts and all the right. time, where in college it's, it's a pretty strict uh, whatever that rule is now, certain 20 hours or whatever yeah. that is a week. Yeah. We, I mean, we, 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 make, we make work of what the, the time we've got. You know, the, the, the biggest thing you asked about the first part was, was kind of the, the difference between these kids is that, you know, it's not – in high school you're worried so much about developing them and, and making sure that they're doing, doing all the little things. You know, these guys have had great offensive line coaches for, you know, four years prior to, to coming here. So the, the foundation's been built for these guys. You know, a lot of the foundations have been built. You know, there are some guys that are still a little bit raw, but, but a lot of the guys have got really, really good – good skills already good good technique and so you know now we're not so much worried about the foundation we're kind of worried about the 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 final product now you know we're trying to to build it up and, and polish it up and make it pretty and, and and make sure that they can get on the field for us on Saturday so the development part is is a lot different you know we're not focused so much on um on the you know treating them as beginners you know like when you get a a, a, a 14 year old freshman in high school you got to teach them how to how to get in a, a proper stance and all that kind of stuff. You know, these guys all know how to get in a stance. They know how to, you know, they know for the most part what plays are and what the ideas of plays are. And, you know, they know what inside zone is and outside zone. And they know what power is and things like that. So we're able to, to really polish them up and, and, and do that more than, than base fundamentals. Now, don't get me wrong. We'll still work some of that stuff, but, it's not so much uh, from a development standpoint as it is just a kind of a review and, and um, make sure that they're retaining information. Well, that's what I was going to also ask. I think that's interesting with college. Uh, do you find that you have a little bit more leniency with, with certain uh, techniques or, or certain things with, with kids in college as you did with high school? Just, just from the fact that, I mean, just from reading your chat, you know, there's, 
multiple colleges that are on there, yeah. college coaches that believe two completely different ways about whatever, pass pro punch, like last night. Right. Pass pro punch. They can believe two different ways. You know, and and I'm sure you've got a certain belief that, that you go. But let's say it was, you know, individual punch, but you get a kid that comes up and was taught by a good coach that he's going to use both his hands. And when he comes right. up, it works, you know, or, or whatever. Is that something that you, you find yourself give not just with that specifically, but in general, is that something you find yourself giving a little bit more leeway to kids in the, at the college level as opposed to that 14, 15-year-old kid? Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to, you know, if it, like you said, the, exa- the, the, the example you said was perfect. If the kid comes up and, and he's playing right tackle and, and he's, you know, he's, he's getting out of his uh, to pass block and he's two hand punch and he's doing a great job with it. I'm not going to mess with it. I'm not going to mess. You know, there, there are some things that maybe they're not, they don't do well and then, then we'll tweak then We'll work with, but as long as they're able to do it and in, in our, in our grand scheme of things at Lake forest, I'm not going to mess with, with anything like that, you know, I'll mess. I didn't have to mess with, you know, we had a kid, we, I'll give you an example this year. We had a kid, um, freshman came in, uh, and he was, when we would, uh, down block on like, on like, uh, gap schemes, he was a big Gallup guy. Well, he did a good job with it. Keep, keep rolling, dude. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to force you to do something else. Um, and, and you know, just like another kid was a, was not a good Gallup guy. He was a, he was a better, you know, kind of smash the, the play side shoulder guy. Well, Hey, roll with that dude. As long as, as long as we're getting the outcome we want for the play. And as long as you're not causing any kind of confusion or, or, or anything like that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mess with anything that they're doing because again, kind of, like I said, that foundation has been built. Um, you know, it's up to me to give them new, one of the things we always talk about is, is, is having tools in your tool belt. Um, so it's up to me to give them those different tools in their tool belt that they can use um, and, and not have to, to give them the belt itself. Coach, I was going to ask you, too, you talk about, like, um, inside run. I know when I first got to, to Tulsa, you know, I'm thinking, hey, it's just going to be base fronts, things like that. Literally, yeah. we'd go, like, you know, two, two basic looks, really, and then after that it was all going to be some sort of, you know, movement or crazy looks or run blitzes, you know, or right. cross pops and, and things like that and slants. And then we'd also work, you know, okay, if, if the – if the bandit safety's fitting here and, and they sling the fits to the field and things like that. So having all of these different crazy looks, I mean, it was, it was new to me because obviously coming from high school, it's like, you know, you had to start at that kind of, you know, page one, you know, who do we block? Whereas now, as soon as we got into college day one, it was like, okay, yeah. Hey, quick review. Let's make sure we understand our, our car, our Cali and our backside call, but now we're going to get into boom, here comes the crazy looks and the way that defenses fit. Is that something you found yourself doing as well? Uh, not so much because we do a good job of, of, of servicing each other offense and defense. So a lot of the time, truthfully, when we go against, when we did like inside run early on, especially in the, in the first part of the season, we just do it against our defense. I mean, like our actual defense. So we wouldn't, we wouldn't do, um, we do a little bit of scout stuff where we, you know, we'd go, we'd be preparing, but we just go against our defense. Um, and that was, that was kind of the best thing for us, truthfully, because they did a lot of that movement on their own. Uh, but we really wouldn't do, you know, we, we've got a great staff. We're, we're, we're not about trying to confuse anybody or do anything like that. You know, we'd, we'd get, we'd get into our scout team stuff and we'd get everybody prepared. But, you know, I, I can remember a couple of places I've been where it would, you know, you'd be doing inside run and you'd do like a quarterback bootleg or something like that, even though you'd never run a quarterback bootleg and you never intend to run a quarterback bootleg, but, you're just trying to be a jerk to the defensive coordinator. So um, 
we were pretty good about that. We'd, we'd get, because we know that what's important is the outcome on Saturday. You know, we're, we want to make sure that we're prepared for everything that we're going to see on Saturday and not worry too much about kind of trying to be all Americans on scout team or anything like that. So, um, you know, it was when we did see some stunts, when we did see some movement, you know, it was up to me kind of to make sure that we were prepared for that. Um, you know, watching film on Monday, watching film, we, we would as a, we would as an offensive line watch film Tuesday morning as well, just because that was the only time none of us, all of us could be there and we, we didn't have class. Um, so we'd watch film Tuesday morning and start getting ready to prepare for it and kind of go over, go over the, the defensive scouting report and things like that. So um, they knew and were, did a good job of being able to retain that information. You know, one of the things I, I talked about uh, with the guys the first, the first day of summer when we had the, the full room was, uh, you know, make sure you bring a notebook, make sure you're bringing notes, make sure you're, you're paying attention to everything. So they did a really good job of, of bringing those notebooks and, and, and you know, knowing that, hey, on, on certain third long situations, you're going to get this look. And when you get these, when these guys are in this formation, when these guys are in this, this defensive alignment, this is what you're going to get. So they, they, they did a good job being prepared, and we were able to, to, to then see it when we got, got to practice and, and understand what was coming. Coach, maybe you haven't really thought about it just yet because uh, you still have spring ball in the way. Uh, but when you do get – something I always think is, is really intriguing how guys do this – uh, when you finally do get your freshmen come up uh, over the, you know, going into the fall, uh, you'll have two completely different types of kids. You'll have your, your upperclassmen that, that have gone through at least a whole season, some yeah. of them, you know, four to five seasons, um, and, and know every little thing that you're going to go through. And then you've got these young kids that, you know, one might be from the air raid system and one might be from uh, the triple option. You know, so you've got right. – uh, a huge gap between those kids. Uh, have you thought about how you're going to bring those kids along, uh, but also still not make everything just completely boring for the old guys? Not boring, yeah. but not get them, you know, you want to get them better because they're probably who are going to win you games this, this year, but you've also right. got to develop these freshmen. Have you thought about how you're, you're going to go about that and, and what your, maybe your fall looks like uh, for those young kids mingling with those older kids? Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot of it is, truthfully, we're gonna do our 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 drills are gonna be the same, you know that we, that we've done before. So they're gonna they're gonna get to come up there and they're gonna get to see the older guys kind of run through the drills and then learn it on their own, you know. And and the beauty part is that it's gonna be it's gonna be my job to understand who these kids are first of all, you know. So I'm gonna know that hey. Billy's Billy is coming from a triple triple option offense and he's gonna have to have a little extra work on pass pro you know it's gonna be my job as as a, as a coach and as a recruiter to, to see that and know that about these guys um but yeah they'll I mean it'll go a little bit slower in the summer we we took our first couple of days this summer or this fall when we started camp were a, a little bit slower um just so they they could learn it and know it but it, it I'm such a I'm such a simplistic offensive line coach especially early um that it's going to be so so quick for them to pick up, and it's going to be so easy for them to pick up that, um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna understand it. And 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 truthfully, if they don't understand it, I'm not gonna be a guy that doesn't explain things. You know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, just ask the older guy. You know, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'll explain it to them, and I'll ha I'll have the older guys help them run through it, and and they can watch those guys. And and truthfully, uh, we've got great older guys too that will help the guys out. You know, I can't tell you how many times we would be running a drill and 
I mean, you guys know your offensive line coach. Well, Brady, you're not, but um, you guys have been around the offensive line before. You know, you know, sometimes it's one coach and 15 dudes. And so you're trying to get, you know, as much as you'd like to get everybody doing a drill at once, sometimes you can't. Uh, so there would be a couple times during the season when, when our older guys would take a younger guy kind of in the back and just say, hey, try this. Here's what you need to do with your foot and, and things like that. So they would get it. And, and it was it was uh, it was very beneficial for, for everybody, because not only does it help me out when I'm, I might be, um, you know, being pulled a thousand different ways, but um, it builds relationships with the group. It builds trust. It builds that bond with the offensive line that's necessary. So um, it, it definitely was a um, was a good thing. And, and uh, knock on wood, hopefully it's no problem this year as well. <laughs> well, coach, you know, we've kind of made the walls really has, and, and I've started kind of trying to take his lead of, of trying to keep our guys, um, you know, fresh. I don't know if that's the right word, but fresh sure. going into games, you know, sure. they got to get the drills they need, but uh, we want them to be at as full capacity as possible on Friday nights. Yeah. I, I would assume it's even a, a bigger thought in college because now it's, it's a bunch of grown men running into each other. And so right. every bit that, the, you know, Saturdays are going to be a little more sore than they would have been on Fridays in high yep. school because they're going against real men. And then in practice, they're going against other grown men that are fast and, and strong and, and all of the above. Um, is that something that you've noticed you trying to, to, to look at a little bit more now that you are at the college rank? And, and what are some things that, that you try to do or, or be mindful of during the week uh, yeah. to get your guys playing as full as they possibly can on Saturday? Well, we, myself, um, we did uh, just the offensive line. There were a couple times during the season, probably shoot, 60 to 75 percent of the time where we only had 10 guys so we had five guys going with the 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 number one offense and then we had the other five guys going scout team so you know we were we were not able to get those breaks during those team periods so we we pretty much did no contact during our individual time um just because they were you know we wanted to limit the amount of hits they were taking you know because of the right. you know if our, if our starting left tackle is taking you know he's he's taking 40 40 game snaps or, you know, 40 practice snaps on Tuesday and then 40 on Wednesday, um, you know, that's already 80 snaps he's taken. We don't want him to have to have another 60 collisions during practice, you know, during individual time. So, so we would do a lot of no contact individual time stuff, a lot of hand placement, a lot of footwork, um, a lot of, a lot of um, just kind of those polishing that technique stuff. Um, and then as a, as a program, we did a really good job of, you know, obviously our Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we hit hard, but our Thursdays and Fridays, they would be no pads, um, you know, a lot of walk through a lot of recovery time. Um, so, so that they would be able to kind of be, you know, if they, you know, if they started out the week at, at 95% and then by Wednesday, they were, you know, down to 80% by that Saturday, they were hopefully back up to 90% again. Um, and, and able to, to be, um, be effective. Uh, and then one of the things actually that the, 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 the school did and, and we did as a, as a program, our head coach did this was uh, we got the, um, the sensor helmets for the linemen this year. So all the offense and the defense alignment wore sensor helmets for the, the, the dreaded C word. Um, so we were able to kind of, we were able to, to chart their snaps and chart, chart their plays and do that kind of stuff. And then really look and see like, and again, it was tough for me only having 10 guys sometimes, but, when we did get a couple guys healthy and a couple guys come back, I was able to say and say, Hey, uh, Billy Bob is getting 72 
practice plays. That's way too much. Let's cut down his reps. Let's try to get him a blow on, on scout team or get him a blow on, um, on, uh, offense, you know, on, on number one offense. So we were able to kind of look at that a little bit during the season and, and kind of watch those and, and limit those. But, um, yeah, it was tough sometimes during the year. Just we had, we had 15 guys at, at one point, but then we had injuries and then we had, uh, you know, obviously things happen. Uh, a couple guys, you know, we had our, our last, our last three weeks, our, our um, you know, we had a, a guard who was hurt and, and was very limited in practice. So it, it was tough to try to get through the week uh, with, with those numbers. So uh, it was, they were, they were getting a little creative down on the scout team. I know that. To me, that's one of the coolest things about all that, though, is, you know, having that data and just being able to have those conversations as a coaching staff, I think, you know, continually you're drilling into how can we practice more efficiently? How can we practice right. with, you know, with, with a smarter attitude? And then, you know, let, let's really hone in on the essentials of this week. Hey, th these guys are a huge move team. We're going to need a bunch of, you know, inside run with, with a lot of slants. You yeah. know, these guys really don't blitz that much. We probably don't have to spend as much time with blitz pickup. Maybe it's now one-on-one -on -one pass rush, you know, or they twist right. a lot, things like that. So I think, I think just doing those things, it forces you to be like, hey, we're not going to practice for two and a half hours or to even two hours a lot of times. Let's really, really own in on, on what's going to be essential for us. Right. And that, was, and that was kind of one of those things that we were talking about earlier with, with my drill work. You know, when we get to the, to the meat of the season, you do, like you just said, you know what teams are going to be doing. So you can focus more on, on, on that. You know, like we had a we had a couple teams that uh, they were really really big on 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 stunting late. So they take like three four steps upfield and then try to stunt. So we'd work just stunt pickup and we'd work uh, you know exchanging and and things like that. So uh, we were able to once like I said once we got to the kind of the meat and potatoes of the season, we were able to um, really focus more on those individual things we were going to see from the opponent each week instead of just hey, let's work steps again. Hey, let's do this again. Hey, let's do that again. So we were able to, um, to kind of pick and choose from our menu of, play, of, uh, of drills. Coach, is there anything that you – I'm sure there's, there's a plenty, but is there anything that you learned with that jump up to the college coach as far as game planning or watching opponents film that, that you could have used as a high school coach? I mean, I, I asked that – that way because obviously I'm sure there's a lot more film that you can watch of the opposing team now that you're not teaching a class right uh, but for most high school coaches they still have to teach that part of their class but was there anything that you learned or things that you look to pick up from that that you could still feasibly do have done as a high school coach and, and still could use that uh, with your scouting or uh, uh, breakdowns yeah, I think just truthfully, just the terminology of things, just, you know, looking, taking, spending, you know, like you said, it's, it's tough with classroom, but spending maybe just an extra 10, 15 minutes and really looking at a play, maybe a third or a fourth time, instead of just saying, oh, this is what they're doing and moving on. You know, I, I know, I know when I was breaking down film uh, before, sometimes you'd get in that rut where you're like, hey, I've got to grade 65 papers and hey, I've got to. I've got to do this and I got to get the workout ready and I got to get the practice plan ready. And, and you'd kind of would rush through um, a film, you know, in 45 minutes instead of taking your time and, you know, spending an hour on it. So uh, being able to do that has been, has been great. But, and learning just the terminology and, and learning, you know, our, our offensive coordinator is, is, has been around for, uh, you know, it's his, I think this is his 30th year as a football coach. Um, he's coached it all over the nation at all different levels and, and so watching film with him, he's, he's really, he's really one of those, those guys that, 
um, is able to break them down, break things down and, and, and see things that me as a, even though I've been coaching for 14 years, I might not have noticed in, in my, in my rush before, you know, so um, just being, be, being detailed is, is, is so important, you know, understanding that, Hey, kind of like I talked about before, Hey, if they're in, if they're in two threes on third down, we're going to get an, an outside, an outside rush, you know, from the linebacks or some, you know, just things like that, little things like that, being able to take your time and, and instead of, of, you know, taking a breath and saying, all right, let me watch this one more time. And then, and then kind of going forward from that. So, um, but I mean, it's, it's still football. I mean, it's still, you know, the, the, the thing that kind of, you know, it's still coaches being coaches, you know, it's still, you're, and truthfully, one of the things that kind of, not to get off track, but the kids are, the kids are still the same kind of kids. They've still got the same kind of problems they've got in high school. They've still got the same kind of problems they're going to have anywhere. So that was kind of one of the things that kind of caught me off guard a little bit too. You know, now it's just, we can, we can kick them out of school if we, if, if their grades aren't good, we couldn't do that in high school. So, <laughs> Coach, do you have a, a GA or any guys that, uh, that help you out maybe even just around the, uh, the equipment room and, and what's that kind of like if you have to, you know, mentor some of those guys as well? No, all my, all my equipment guys are student workers. Uh, they, and like I said, they did a really great job this year. So I was able to, um, to kind of be in charge of five or six of those guys and get them to do the things that we wanted. And they all, they were always helpful. Um, we've got on staff right now, we've got two part-time guys. So they're, they're, they're sort of GAs, um, but not, they're not really working for their graduate degree. They're just, they're just part-time guys. They, they kind of do the work that GAs do. So they do kind of the, a little bit of the grunt work, um, but they're both great guys. They're, they're both really good coaches. Um, you know, we're, it, it's kind of neat. And I'm sure it's like this at some other places, but I've never really noticed. I don't know why. Um, all of our coaches on staff, whether it's full-time or part-time guys who come in one or two days a week, we all play D3 football. So every single one of us played division three football. Um, a lot of us around the area, you know, in the conference and, and things like that. So I, to me, it's pretty cool. So when, the, you know, when these kids come with problems and they come with things and they're, you know, they want to complain and, and, and moan about stuff, you know, we, we did this ourselves, you know, we all were in D3 football. We all, we all had to handle the classwork. We all had to handle the, the, the business like atmosphere of it, even though it is D3 and there's no scholarships. So um, it, it, when they want to complain about things, we kind of just roll our eyes and say, yeah, we did it too. So uh, quit, quit your belly. Again. Yeah, I think that helps out a lot being able to have some of that uh, that credibility and and yeah, you know, oh, different different things to lean on. Um, I was going to ask you too, man. What's it like being back in the city in Chicago? Well, so we're not so we're we're thirty minutes north of the city. Um, so I'm actually not. We're not in the city, but it's been great. You know, my being so close, my family's all up here. Um, you know, my I got a, I got a sister that lives downtown. I got another sister that lives in the burbs right near here. So it's. I, it's been fantastic being able to see everybody and, and, and being able to, to be close to family again has been, you know, that's been something that I've been um, trying to do for a while now. And so being able to be up here and, and kind of make the jump to, to the, to, you know, to the next level, so to speak, has been, it's been awesome. You know, it's been, it's been great. My dad, my mom and dad came to, to almost every home game. My, you know, my sisters and, and uh, my, my little niece and nephew came to, to uh, a couple games. So that was always fun. Um, so it, it's been, it's been great. It's been, it's been awesome. It's been, I mean, I'm, I'm truly, uh, I hate to use the cliche, but I'm truly blessed to have this opportunity. 
Well, Coach, I mean, 30, 30 minutes outside the city in, in Houston, uh, an hour outside the city, you were still from Houston. So uh, I think you're, you can still count it, Coach. Um, true, that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, obviously, you know, you make the jump, high school to college, and, and it's probably a, a goal that you set for yourself uh, at some point in the high school rank um, and then eventually made that leap. Yeah. What, are, what are maybe some, some five-year, ten-year plans for you at, at this point? Um, as far, I mean, are you looking to stay an offensive line coach, or are you wanting to again uh, ascend up that that ladder, or are you? What are you maybe looking to do, or, or have you not even thought about it right now? You know what, I haven't, I haven't really even thought about it too much. I, you know, I, I think I'm having such a fun time being just an offensive line coach again that that mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty happy with that right now. I, I think you know down the road, if it if it happens, it happens. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if, if being a head coach at, at, at this level is something that appeals to me again, because, it, you know, that was one of the things that I was not disappointed to, to lose when I came to here was, was, you know, my two years at Fort Madison being a head coach. And again, great experience. I loved every second of it. It was, it was awesome, but I probably did the least amount of coaching in my career those last two years. Um, and just, you know, being able to kind of be involved in the in the nuts and bolts and be involved in the offensive line and be involved in, in that kind of stuff because, you know, you're, you know, being an offensive coordinator there and, and being the head coach, you know, you're, you're worried about the game plan and you're worried about, hey, what's the what's the pregame meal on Thursday? What's the what, what what's going on on Saturday after the game that we have to worry about the kids about? So I did more worrying about everything off the field. Um, and now I can just focus so much, you know, on the field that, um, you know, it's 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 been great. And it's been, I've been able to kind of been, you know, recharge my batteries, so to speak as, as a coach again, not just as a, as a, um, you know, as a, as a whole uh, program leader. So, um, you know, right now I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Um, if something were to come up down the road, you know, and, and again, like, you know, in a couple of years, maybe go for the opportunity, but right now I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about being a, a you know, a, a, a great offense line coach in college and, and learning, you know, kind of, kind of taking some notes here and there, and, and putting some some things away in my memory bank about being an offensive coordinator and being a head coach again. So uh, you never know. I won't say never, um, but right now that's that's kind of not not on my uh, on my plate. So so going into obviously all these different games uh, and and it's different, I would think, in college because you know we always talked about it in high school, and, and I'm sure we've even talked about it. But it's like okay, you've got who you've got. Uh, and then you've got to mold your offense around whatever kids you have that year, you know, right. and, and, and it's a little bit like that in college, but you can try to recruit towards what you guys want to do or, or what right. your identity is as an offense. What did yours, what did you guys kind of fall into as an offense? What were you at least in the run game or maybe even as offense as a whole, what were you guys, what's, what's your identity uh, as of last year? You know, we're, we're, a, we're a inside outside zone team, you know, we're going to run the ball. Um, you know, one of the big things that we like to do is, is we like to get in our offensive corner is very good about formation. So we're going to, we're going to kind of out formation you to, to make sure that we're, we're in the plus and that we're in the, in the positive. Um, but we're, we're going to run the ball. One of the things that, you know, I'm, you're going to get a little bit of recruiting spiel here, but one of the things that I tell kids is that, you know, we, we run the ball first, but we, we throw the ball when we uh, want to throw the ball, not when we have to throw the ball. So, you know, we're, we're doing play action and we're doing, you know, we're putting in some, some things like that. Um, 
but we're not going to go out there and go five wide and chuck it 60 times a game. That's just not who we are. You know, we want to, we want to run the ball. We want to slow the game down. We want to huddle up. Um, we want to kind of demoralize you as a, as an offense and, and, um, and be getting stronger in the third and fourth quarter than we were in the first and second quarter. So that was kind of, that was kind of what we built on this past season. Um, and, and, you know, even if you, you look at that, that was our identity. We were still only 54% run, 46% pass. So it wasn't like we were a 70% run team or, or a 70% pass team. We were, we were about as balanced as it can be, um, you know, and still probably rush the ball. Um, I, I, I think we, I think we averaged like 150 yards a game on the ground. Um, so, you know, we were, we were pretty happy with that. We were pleased with that. Um, we still, you know, our offense was still, uh, you know, adaptable enough that our quarterback still led the conference and touchdown passes, you know, so we were able to run the ball, run the ball, and then boom, take a shot deep. And, and, and so he was able to lead in touchdown passes. And um, it, it was a, it was an effective offense at, at times. Um, you know, there were some, definitely some, some struggles at some point in games, <laughs> just being a new offensive coordinator, new offensive line coach, we, we had a few struggles here and there and just some, some technique and some things like that. But, um, you know, it's, it, it, we've got a really great young group and, and we, we're really excited about kind of the future of what we're going to do with our offense. Coach, when you guys run the ball, you know, that much, is, is it something where you guys have kind of a, a featured tailback? Uh, are you, are you, do you still run the quarterback a little bit or is it something, something where, you know, you guys have two, three tailbacks that you guys are able to rotate? I know a lot of people have kind of gone to the committee these days. Yeah, we, we had a committee this past season. Um, we would kind of, we were, we were good about it. If, if, you know, if a guy was hot, we let the, the hot guy roll. Uh, but we had a committee and let those guys kind of, kind of uh, battle it out. And, and they both, I want to say one rushed for one ended up getting a lot more carries because the other one got hurt. Um, uh, in like our seventh game, seventh or eighth game. So he got hurt. So the other guy ended up taking over the last two, two games, but he, I think we finished with, he, the, the, the one finished with 780 yards and the other finished with like 500. So it was, it was a pretty good balance. And again, that was with the guy missing the last two games. Um, quarterback didn't, we didn't ask him to run a lot, but he was able to run. He, he had some good, some good wiggle to him. Um, so, so it was, uh, you know, we, we had a pretty good balance of stuff going on in in the run game for sure. And it was, it was, um, again, there were some games that we kind of took over late, especially as an offensive line group and, and running back group. And it was fun to kind of watch them just kind of munch people. Yeah, that's, exa that's exactly <laughs> right. That always is. Well, coach, uh, it, it's been, it's been a blast. Um, I, I'm super excited that, uh, we got to talk to you again and, and pick your brain and, and hear yeah. uh, of all the, the new things that, that you've, you know, learned and, and are doing and, and some of those decision-making uh, points that you went through. Because like I said, there's, there's thousands, I'm sure, of, of high school coaches wondering if they should make that jump. And, and some have. And I, and I think have obviously uh, have talked to some that have, have decided that wasn't the right plan for them. And, and I'd, I've met a lot, obviously, that, that have loved it. Uh, and right. I think there's plenty of coaches out there that are, are wondering if that, that jump is for them. So I appreciate you taking some time and, and talking to us about that and, um, uh, and what you've kind of learned and, and what, you're, what you guys do uh, now that you've made that jump. For sure. Yeah, this is great. I appreciate you guys. You know, I'll, like I said, it, it, as soon as I got done doing the first one, I wanted to do the second one. So it's, uh, I, I, could, I mean, I could talk to you guys all day, every day. It's, 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 uh, I just love talking football. And, 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 you know, you guys are doing such a great job with the podcast, obviously. So 
um, it, it's great to get with you guys again and, and just uh, and just talk talk about things, talk about football and, and, and coaching. Coach, man, absolutely, it's, it's been a blast. Um, last thing, I want to make sure you uh, you're able to tell the you know the coaches and, and stuff out there a little bit about uh, Lake Forest, and you can kind of do your little recruiting spiel as well, man. Give you a shot here. Sure. So, so, you know, Lake Forest College, we are 30 minutes north of the city. Um, we are, uh, you know, we are a very high academic institution. We've got a great program. We've got, uh, you know, a, a great head coach and Jim Catanzaro. Uh, we do things the right way here. Um, you know, if you are uh, looking for life outside of football, uh, when you are done as a football player, this is the place to be. You know, we are the number nine school in America for internships. Uh, we've got the number one uh, return on investment for colleges in Illinois, um, and we can give you a great education as well as being part of a great football team that is really on the rise um, in, in the Midwest Conference and Division Three. So uh, give us a look. You guys can find me on Twitter. Uh, if you have recruits out there that, that have, uh, you know, have that interest in becoming a, a Division Three football player and have those high academics, please send them to me. Um, we will get in touch and, and we will talk to you guys about, um, about our program. And that's going to do it for this episode of RTP. We want to again thank all of our sponsors. You guys, make sure and go check them out. Help grow our community by telling other coaches about Run the Power. And if you enjoy Running the Power, go get your shirt, long sleeve, or hoodie at runthepower.com. Also, if you have any topics or any questions you would like for us to discuss in the next podcast, simply rate our podcast and then leave a comment in the writer review section of the podcast app. This will help our podcast rating as well as it'll allow us to answer the questions you all want answered. Make sure and go check out our blog at runthepower.com. Follow me on Twitter at Harper underscore Coach and Coach Walls at Coach Brady Walls. Run the Power now also has its own Twitter and Instagram, and you can find that at Run the Power. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Talk to you soon.